Pulse 95 Live with Abdul Karim and Aisha. Live from the Sharjah International Book Fair at the Expo Center Sharjah. From the States to the International Space Station all the way to Sharjah. I'm here with Sunita Williams, who is also known as a NASA astronaut. First of all, welcome to Sharjah. Thank you so much. It's really great to be here, particularly this time of year. It's a little cooler. <laughs> a lot more cooler. So you, you got lucky. We're not in the middle of June or, oh, goodness, July. July is terrible. So when you were a kid, were you that type who said, oh, when I grow up, I'm going to be an astronaut? Oh, heck no. Uh, you know, of course, I was uh, alive when uh, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin walked on the moon. I was a little kid and thought it was a little bit science fiction. Didn't really think it was me. You know, it was a, I thought, well, boy, those people are amazingly smart and that would never be me. Um, but, you know, as it as fortune has it, it sort of wound up in a field uh, being a test pilot that lended itself to this job. Now, there are many other uh, op- occupations that uh, we have as a- NASA astronauts. We just want somebody who is interested in learning, loves learning in science, technology, engineering, and math. So it's just fitting that I'm here at the book fair. We've seen many videos of people getting ready, whether it's they do underwater training and um, anti-gravity training. How was your training? Oh, it's full of all that stuff, and it's multiple years, honestly. Um, again, we pick people who want to learn and know how to learn and, and are up for a challenge of all of those things that y- you mentioned. And uh, then there's more. There's virtual reality, uh, robotics work, uh, learning how to operate a brand new spacecraft is part of what we do. So there's many, many facets as well as science and, of course, a little bit of public relations. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, a lot of people would look up to you as in little girls from all around the world, especially when it came to entering the International Space Station. I believe it felt surreal. You're absolutely right. You know, first of all, even just getting on a rocket and launching does not even seem like it's uh, something that people do on a daily basis. So it seemed impossible when I first um, started out. Uh, but then it happened and it's like, wow, actually, we can do this. And when you when you see your friends launch or you launch yourself or anybody launch uh, nowadays that we're getting space open to more and more people, you think, wow, there's a lot that there's so much that humans can accomplish when we work together and cooperate. So yeah, it seems like it was totally impossible being being living and working and putting together the International Space Station seemed impossible. But we did it, which, uh, you know, opened up my eyes, my mind to know that anything is possible for human beings when we put our mind together and we cooperate. Now I heard there was a wasabi incident that happened at the International Space Station because um, you were kind of craving spicy food. Exactly. You know, I grew up eating spicy food. Um, both my parents love spicy food, so we were the household that all those poor little kids who came over to sleep over would be subjected to spicy food. So I love spicy food and really wanted to spice up the, the food that we had up on the space station. And unfortunately, the wasabi was packed on Earth, which is a, a little bit of a pressure differential from where we were up in orbit. And when we opened up the, the bottle, I think that pressure got relieved and it came shooting out at me. I was not expecting it to be on my clothes. I was hoping it would just be on my food, but that didn't work out that way entirely. (laughs) I don't think the wasabi really liked the anti-gravity situation at all. Now, you have spent a total of 322 days in space on two missions, including a consecutive 192 days during Expeditions 14 and 15. Now, that's a lot of days up in space. And we've always heard about various, um, let's say, experiments about how the human body reacts to being in such a condition for so long. So you personally, when you touch down on Earth, how did that 
work feel? Yeah, it's pretty exhausting when you come back from space. You know, one, because you're preparing and your mind is going through a lot of, uh, you know, mental gymnastics, getting ready to come back. And then the physical, physicality of coming back, you know, it's a little bit of a, a push on your body with G-forces coming back in. And then, then of course, being in gravity when you get back. And uh, so it was a, a hard uh, thump on Earth when we got back and a little bit hard to get used to. Probably took me um, a day for a day to be able to run as fast as I used to be able to run. But, you know, it you can't escape it. Once you get here, gravity is here and your body will start to adapt if you're in pretty good health. So it's one of those things I preach to kids is stay in good health and then you're, you, you're, you know, the sky's the limit. You can do whatever you, you mentally want to do and your body will follow. Now, speaking about the sky being the limit, you've been a record holder several times and having that title or being um, the first or the most this and the first that, does that add pressure on you, especially when it comes, you're somebody who's representing various marginal groups as a person of color and also as a woman. Does it feel like it's pressure on you or a burden on you? Now, I don't want to say burden as in from a negative connotation, but it's just something that you have to take into consideration when you're just being yourself. You know, I don't look at it that way at all. I just look at it. I had an opportunity and I'm going to do the best job that I can do. And then if it's so happens that I have the most of something or the you know the longest of something whatever it, it is what it is but I just want to avail myself to those opportunities and I would suggest um, everybody do that and I was actually very thrilled when my records were surpassed because that means progress it means more and more people are having the opportunities that I have and they're taking advantage of it and, and going out there and, and doing the best that they can do you know we just had two women um, do a, a spacewalk it's not the first it's the second time we've had two women but two rookies um, you know Jasmine Mug Belly and Laurel O'Hara were out the door, as we call it, just the other day, and it's pretty spectacular to see that happen, and, and nobody think too much of it, because then it becomes normalized, and that's just like two men going out the door, so it's pretty cool. That makes a lot of sense. We've heard, or have seen at least uh, in the media as well, when they when it comes to representation, they're trying to normalize it as much as possible, standardize it as much as possible, so that people will feel as it's not something that is new, but rather something that they can get used to. Now, space. What is that to you? Space is awesome. It's it, it has a couple different connotations. That word, right? It's a it's a of course it is a, a noun, which is a place that we are go and we operate at. But it's also a space, right? That we can we can go to and, and conquer and be be part of. And it allows us to do more. There's more and more space out there. There's more and more things we can do. And we we do, do want to do that as a species. I think we we like to explore. So first, you know, we're do we're in low Earth orbit. Now we're going to the moon. And I hope that is the stepping stone for us to go to Mars. So space is uh, not the final frontier, it just keeps going. <laughs> I love that so much and maybe one day, one day we're going to go even further than that hopefully. Not me though, because I'm, I'm not good with the uh, anti-gravity. I have uh, motion sickness, so definitely not me. Maybe my kids and my grandkids hopefully and we'll see ourselves going as far as uh, science fiction told us we can go to. Sunita Williams, that was a pleasure talking to you and we look forward to what you're doing here at the Shard International Book Fair. It's, it's my pleasure and it's really encouraging to see all the children here. And, and seeing how enthusiastic they are about learning. And, uh, you know, space is just one of the things they can learn about and they can do. There's, you know, the sky's the limit.